everyone. Welcome to another episode of Opposites Reacting. It's episode 94 on November 10, 2021. My name is Sarah, and I'm here with Tylor. How are you, Tylor? Awesome. Oh, oh, I know why you're awesome. Why don't you just go ahead and tell us why you're awesome? Uh, you tell everyone what I just did again. Oh, for, <laughs> that could be so many things. Yeah. Um. So yesterday I got a, a call from Tyler, very excited call from Tyler, <laughs> telling me that uh, No Time to Die was now available on Amazon Prime and the Cineplex store and Apple TV. So he was kind enough yesterday not to rent it while I was streaming on Twitch. Uh, but but today he got home from work and he started the movie up. So how was your fourth time of watching No Time to Die, Tyler? Oh, he's dancing. Oh, boy. That's still as awesome as the first time I watched it. That is awesome. Is that the only reason you're awesome? Well, it's the main reason. But You played Forza. How was, you played yeah, Forza Horizon I 5. Play, yeah, like maybe an hour or so of Forza Horizon 5 last night. It's pretty great. It's kind of what I expected. It looks beautiful. Handles beautifully. Still got that fun gameplay hook, you know, keeping you invested with the, you know, you level up pretty much every race and you get to do the wheel spins, get a bunch of cool cars. Oh, I didn't get far enough for wheel spins. I tried. Yeah. Maybe I just am terrible also. I saw you had a really sad skill combo. I beat your skill combo in like two seconds. Well, <laughs> I play with the mouse and keyboard. That's true. And that was different. <laughs> so I'm not, and I, and I know history has proven that I'm terrible at Forza Horizon anyways, so. I am not shook. Did you want to briefly mention our extra life last weekend? Yeah, extra life happened. <laughs> uh, have you recovered from your tiredness yet? Oh yeah, it wasn't that bad. No, we did two seven-hour, two seven-hour. <laughs> goodness gracious, two twelve-hour streams over Saturday and Sunday. Uh, played some Mario Party, Jackbox, uh, donuts happened. That was awesome, mm -hmm. uh, and we are thankful for everybody who donated. We crushed our goal, which was awesome. So I got, I know I have to raise it next year, um, but yeah. It was it was just a great family event, and we're we're already making plans to invite more people in next year, so be ready for like 363 more days until <laughs> everybody has to come over again. Um, but yeah, now it's back to normal life now that I'm not uh, constantly stressing out about extra life and if something will blow up in the background. So yeah, it happened. Since I didn't mention it much last week, I guess I can spend a couple minutes just talk about the new Apex season. Yeah, you played enough of it this weekend, right? Um. Yeah, probably about 200 games into the season now. Hokey uh, Dinah. Yeah, and uh, it's going great. I mean, I think I have like 14 wins, which is a pretty good pace right now. Like for context, I had like I think 36 wins all of last season, so I'm already more than a third of the way there. And there's still like 90 days left in the season. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, it's going great. I mean, like I said, the new map is still great. Learning, learning more about it, getting to learn, you know, where the hot spots are and where some of the cool hidden loot is, you know, flanking routes. It's just it's a really cool map. There's a lot of ways to get around, you know, obviously through traditional methods, like with the legend abilities, um, using the new gravity cannons. There's still a couple of tridents on the map to get around. I don't know. I just find like it's, um, there's some really engaging, like final rounds of the match. Mm, okay. Like the way those, some of the, where, the area of the maps where some of the rings are ending is pretty unique. Give some cool. I still think like one of the most important legends on this map right now seems to be Valkyrie. Oh, it's so essential to have her, I think, in your party for the just for this main uh, sake that her her ult she can launch the whole team up into the sky like almost like a jump balloon and then reposition you somewhere else. Yeah, I could tell. Like, do people use Valkyrie to get away from the prowlers and stuff like that because they seem super duper annoying? 
Yeah, that's why there's a lot of legends. I mean, you can get away with Octane or Pathfinder, but yeah, Valkyrie is just. I see most squads running with a Valkyrie now. It's okay. it's a, one of the more essential legends to have this season, I think. But then you have Battlefield coming up next week, so you got to get all those games in soon, Ty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Battlefield's coming. You been playing anything special recently? I haven't had time. That's like true. I spent all last week preparing for Extra Life, and then I spent all this week catching up on stuff I didn't do last week. So <laughs> I really haven't had time to do anything, sadly. I've been dreaming of things. So many games have come out that I'm just staring at wish lists and it's like, wow, that would be nice if only I had time. So I'm hoping this weekend I finally etch out maybe 20 minutes <laughs> to try something. I don't know. But I'm trying to make time. I'm trying to get stuff done so I can uh, enjoy some time in the future. So no, I've done zero. I, we played the new Mario Party. That was fun. Um, it was super nostalgic. It was nice to see bumper balls pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we had to do one of those like circle murder your controller games with the control stick. Um, but yeah, it was it was Mario Party. It was, I think I've only we had a small experience. Like we only played one map. Right. But I would say it's better than Super Mario Party. Oh, definitely. I agree. Yeah. So I'd definitely be coming back to this more than I we did that, but. Yes, we'll probably do another stream of that in the future because mm-hmm. that was fun watching Tyler cry almost. I won. I know, but you were worried a bit. You were you were stressing sometimes. Well, it's a typical Mario Party. Exactly. That's what makes it awesome. There was a chance time and as, nothing happened. As soon as depressing. the game, it wasn't on your first, it was your first or second turn you got a hidden block. And I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, You're I know, right? already with this? And it was only like 40 coins or something. So it's like, ugh. Not even 40. It was like 15 or something, I think. Well, it's even more depressing. Um, but the But all the items are so cheap that you can just zoom around the map with no problem and yeah we only play one map next time it's peach's cake <laughs> <laughs> all right well before we get into the topic tonight just wanted to, this isn't related to the topic at all but i know if i don't mention it now i'll probably forget it so i just wanted to briefly touch on something the topic tonight's gonna be sports related just so oh, you know i haven't but, done sports in a while since baseball's done so i know okay. right <laughs> uh but i want to mention a brief movie thing just for a second because I, I read an article inter- earlier and i found it kind of interesting so oh, i'm ready so you know who henry cavill is uh, he's Geralt, and he's Superman. <laughs> Correct. Um, so obviously he's he's rumored. Uh, well, he's in the running apparently to be the next Bond. Not a, like he's not a favorite, but he's in the conversation. He's, he's almost too big to be Bond, like uh, physically. Well, yeah, he'd definitely be the most physically imposing Bond. Yeah, but um, I mean, it it makes sense for multiple reasons. I mean, he's still, he's under forty. He's but popular. He's, he's British. He's already <laughs> Superman, and he's already well, Geralt. He doesn't need to okay, be like everybody. Okay, but he's not really Superman anymore. Oh, I, well, not, you know, no. They could bring him back. They could. I'm just saying he's not technically under contract at the moment. I'm not saying he's a favorite for Bond. I'm just saying it. Yeah, obviously his name is going to be mentioned. And he said, he said he'd be honored to have that discussion with the producers. He said he'd be crazy to not consider it, right? Oh, for any, sure. Any actor. If your name is in the running, you're like, yeah. wow, people really look up to me kind of thing. I mean, he already kind of had like a semi audition. If you want to consider, he made a movie like five, six years ago called The Man from Uncle. I've never heard of it. And uh, that was directed by Guy Ritchie. Oh. And uh, it, was re- it was a really good movie. Um, but yeah, in the movie, he, you know what the funny thing is? When people watch that movie, and you'll, you'll, you'll roll your eyes at this reference, but when people watch that movie, the way Henry Cavill, like he was playing a British spy in the movie. But not not to make the comparison to Bond. I was going to say more like people were, people were saying like he would be the perfect Sterling Archer in a live action. Oh, 
he looks like he could pull off a Sterling yeah, Archer. Yeah, definitely for got sure. the swagger. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, I I don't think he'll get the 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 uh, role for Bond. Who I, will? Oh, I don't know. There's so many names mentioned. I mean, and it'll probably be somebody totally out of left field. I mean, no one really thought Craig was going to get the role back in like oh five when they cast He's him. Tiny for... little Bond. <laughs> <laughs> but. What I find interesting too, reading about the Henry Cavill thing, I was reading the article talking about Bond. And that was only a small part of the article. They were also saying like, well, he was also saying he would love to, he'd be open obviously to coming back as Superman again. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I think at this point DC is basically they haven't come out outright and said it, but I think DC is saying we're not going to do Zack Snyder anymore. <laughs> if they do Superman, it's going to be a different director. But doesn't mean he can't come back. He is like no, the no, most I- physically looking. Phys- I don't even know what the word is. He looks the most like Superman out of anybody. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're looking at modern, I mean, I still think the classic is like, like Christopher no, Reeve yeah, still for sure. embodied Clark but Kent. But like current? Yeah. It's him. No, he, he play, plays it. He's been a great Superman and Clark Kent and all the, even as bad as the Snyder movies have been. Yeah. Or my fault with them. It's not his fault. It's not, no, it's not his fault at all. And the thing that's interesting about him, like, you know, you, can, you think about actors like Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale. Mm. Couple, I'm trying to think of actors who, you know, like when they do these action roles, they, they're in and out of shape. When I say out of shape, yeah. I don't mean they're out of shape. I just mean like they, they obviously bulk up or get in a crazy shape for these action roles and then they sort of revert back to their normal lower body weight. They destroy weights. their bodies. Right. Whereas like Cavill's just constantly always the same size. Yeah. At least for the last like 10 years. He's just, and I'm, I mean, obviously I'm sure he does work out in the, yeah, as part of his normal daily routine and stuff. I'm just saying he doesn't go through the fluctuations no. like most actors do. He's just always the same. So I think he could easily play Superman for like the next 10 years if he just maintained <laughs> he his to, current yeah. size, right? I mean, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I I'm always going to be intrigued nowadays to see what kind of roles he gets. Well, uh, he, just him in general. Well, yeah, because I think like, like I said, I mean, I loved him in the Mission Impossible film. Mm. Um, yeah. Especially seeing him kind of play a villain was mm-hmm. fun. But yeah, like I said, I'm sure they'll do, I don't know how many seasons of The Witcher they're planning to do. Um, I hope pretty, more than two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it'd be more than two. But I'm just saying like, so if he doesn't continue on with Superman or doesn't get the Bond role, I'm sure he'll be able to do many other things. Oh, for sure. When do you think another Bond will even come out though? Well, they say they want to at least cast a new one next year, which oh, which wow. I assume means they want to start filming the year after. So I'm going to say you're not going to see another Bond film come out to like probably 2025. That's what I would have guessed too. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the normal schedule for them. But yeah, we'll see. So are we going to the main topic then? Yes, please. So sports related. What I got today, I have a short list here on my phone. I wanted to, and what, what got me thinking about this topic was uh recently there was a player who retired just after the postseason oh ended. um bon- no gosh darn it mookie Betts. who was it mookie i can't Betts. no i know no, it's no. a b one you started with a b you were, you were gonna say Bumgarner, but that's not right no it's no. an oh my gosh b a b e b i b o b u yeah keep going there's no other b ones b l I got nothing. It's Buster Posey. Buster, P-U. Did I say B-U? You did. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So that just got me thinking about other athletes who, I mean, this article, this article, sorry, this topic when I thought about it, I was trying to think of athletes who kind of like retired in their prime or obviously they had many years ahead of them, but either retired due to injuries or other reasons. And I'm not saying, bu- I'm not saying Buster was necessarily in his prime. If anything, he was, because mm. just considering the position he played catcher, he's probably a little out of his prime, but still, I think he could have easily played another four or five years. If yes. he wanted to, but he figured his body's had enough. He's getting out. Well, he's healthy. He, he's 34 years old right now. Mm-hmm. He's got three World Series and MVP award. He'll be in the Hall of Fame one day, I'm sure. So he's yeah. got nothing left to. You don't kind of want to continue your career, hurting yeah. yourself, hurting your stats and your image. And 
So I have a short list here. I think there's uh, what eight names on this list. Only of... MLB. No, no, I okay. got all sports. Okay. Yeah, I try, I I try to mix. I try to mix in a few sport, different sports here. So I know two of your NFL ones. I'm betting. Uh, you probably do. Yes, I know. I'll get to those. <laughs> so I, I have this organized, or chrono- it's in chronological order from youngest to oldest. Okay. So, um, the youngest one, and these are the ones that I just thought of off the top of my head, and then I thought to myself, like I didn't know the ages off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but I, I knew they had retired like younger in their primes, so I wanted to look them up. So I was kind of surprised by some of these years actually. But so the youngest one on this list, um, you may not know this name, but a lot of other people who watched the NFL over the last seven or eight years definitely would. Uh, he was a linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. And his name was Luke Keekley. Okay, sounds yeah, mildly I think that's how you pronounce it, Keekley, Kukley. But I think it was Keekley. Luke Keekley, he retired at 28. Okay. Um, which, I mean, that's not un- unreasonable. Unheard of? Yeah, it's not unheard of for NFL nowadays. But if I told you he retired at 28, you'd probably assume, like, oh, he's probably a running back or something, right? Because that's mm. usually most running backs t- sort of tend to fade away in the NFL now. But no, he was a linebacker. And he was definitely like, like I said, he top of his game. Probably got drafted when he was like twenty or twenty-one. So I think he played seven or eight years in the NFL before he retired. Mm-hmm. And he retired because unfortunately he had a lot of concussion issues, mm, and he yep. was smart enough to know like I'm not going to destroy my brain. But uh, yeah, it was a shame though because he was definitely one of the best linebackers that ever came out of in the NFL in the last ten years. Yeah, or less than ten years. But um, yeah, so he was the youngest one on this list that bowed out. I'm not sure what he's doing now. I'm sure he's got some kind of college gig or he's doing some mm. kind of. I don't know. I think he made, like, he didn't make it probably a ton of money over his career because he was like linebackers, you know, don't get paid like quarterback, running back money necessarily. Oh, but he was young but, enough. He could second career it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm sure he, if he's smart, he had enough money set aside. He's, yeah. He can live comfortably. But I'm just saying he probably didn't make like, you know, hundreds of millions or anything like that. Um, next one on the list uh, at 29 years old. And this was what, two years ago? Uh, Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also got out because of injuries. I think yeah. he mostly had, what was it, the new, well, he had the bad neck injury, right? Yes. It was the neck, the back, yeah. maybe he had knees too. I don't remember what his, but yeah, he's sort of, and he was a surprise because again, he's, well, he's actually the only quarterback I have on this list. Um, usually you don't see quarterbacks going this young. No, they oh, yeah. sometimes overstay their welcome. True. <laughs> I mean, not everybody can be a Brady or, a, you know, a Drew Brees. Yeah. Going, like, like, quarterbacks pushing 40 is rare nowadays. I'd say Peyton's up there too. Yeah. Well, Payne also had neck issues, right? So but he kept on trucking. He did. <laughs> but yeah, Andrew Luck was just sort of like surprising too because again, he was, you know, he probably could have had, if he wanted to, had like another 10 years ahead of him and yeah. he probably would have been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL when he was yep. healthy. Yep. Um, kind of really, the Colts were obviously shocked when he retired because they sort of had to scramble and they don't really have, I mean, yeah, they got Carson Wentz right now, but I don't think that's their long-term plan. I think they eventually are going to have to draft someone else or... I don't think Wentz is the guy for the next 10 years for them, but who knows? <laughs> no, you never know. Um, sticking with football here, the next one on the list at 30 years old. Calvin Johnson. Exactly. You. Megatron. Now, he's interesting. He didn't retire because of injuries or anything. He retired because he had asked Detroit for a trade, the Detroit Lions. They said yeah. no. And he's like, I don't see us winning here, so I don't want to suffer anymore with this organization. <laughs> <laughs> so he's basically like, I'm out. He's Poor like, Stafford. He, 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 yeah, I know. But it's true. I mean, obviously, you look at the Lions nowadays. Yeah, and obviously, like Stafford leaving has a plays a big part in why lines are so bad right now. I mean, well, Goof is not helping. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, when Calvin retired, it was a shock. Cause, I mean, again, you don't see wider series usually going out no. in their prime like that. Like I think he was just coming off like a you know eighteen hundred yard season yeah. or something like that, crazy numbers. But yeah, he was definitely one of the best receivers in the league during his whatever seven eight year run. Um, I had a question. Yep. Yeah. I I had a thought the other day about um when I was thinking about this same kind of topic, would it be crazy if like just everybody 
was on a one-year contract kind of like fantasy but like because then every year some every team would have a chance what if every player had a one-year contract because then you wouldn't have these things like oh i left the league because i wasn't gonna be traded and then you don't have these freakishly well, long it, contracts you're stuck in yeah there's a lot of hypotheticals you're talking about i mean you're talking about a league that has a salary cap because if not, then obviously the rich, the most popular teams are just going to stack everyone. No, like there has to be team. like a spending limit. It's like auction uh, draft for fantasy. Yeah. I know what you're saying, but it's never going to happen. I know it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But I think it would be great just to have a team not stuck um, or like a, not a team, but a player stuck um, and then they, they leave That's as amazing as Megatron was. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that'd be a cool concept. I know that you'd lose stuff like chemistry with people, but I think that would make um the game harder well, I mean, too in hindsight the lions are dumb for not treating him. they could have got a ransom for him they could have oh, sure. easily stocked up on their team and they're oh, just yeah. like nope they probably didn't call, they called his bluff they're like you're not gonna retire and he's like oh, okay watch me <laughs> <laughs> well he had enough money too like he was probably good to go for yeah. a while oh yeah i mean he made some good wide receiver money exactly um next on the list also at 30 years old this one surprised me because again i i mean this is this is an older we're talking this goes back to like the 1960s when this person retired but um in terms of a bit of a, of a famous baseball player that i just you hear the name and you think okay i know he's one of the all-time greats but i just kind of assumed this guy would have played like in his 40s or something like most pitchers did back then mm. but in this case we're talking about sandy koufax of the los angeles dodgers who retired oh, I remember at 30. This name. Um, and he recently had like all the dodgers records until clayton kershaw broke them <laughs> but um yeah, Koufax was definitely like one of the best pitchers in the league during his era. Um, but again, he retired at 30 because of injuries. Okay. Arm injuries. And um, yeah, I just I was shocked when I read that because I, in my head, I was thinking he's probably one of these older guys like uh, Bob Gibson or uh, um, Hal Newhouse or one of these older guys that played in their 40s. But mm. yeah, 30 apparently. It's just, yeah, like I said, I, I always knew he was a Dodger legend, but I never really looked close enough at his stats to realize he didn't really have that long of a career. Right. <laughs> um. Next on the list, also at 30 years old, we have this is the only basketball player I have on the list. Because most, to be honest, most basketball players don't retire young. And if they do, they're usually like not Hall of Famers. Or yeah. Like, it's well, not, it's, oh, this guy's not a Hall of Famer necessarily. I'm just saying like they're not like super famous when they retire like in their late late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Unless there's like a devastating injury or something. But I was going to say, it's not a very injury prone sport. Well, it, it, other than that. Compared not, to the other not ones? Necessarily, not because of contact, but guys, no. lots of guys have messed up knees and ankles. And oh, stuff yeah. No, I've NBA. seen some gruesome injuries, yeah, yeah. but it's not like I'm bashing my head against another player constantly. Yeah. So in this case, the uh, one I'm talking about, uh, the retired at 30, was Yao Ming. Remember Yao Ming? I do remember. Seven foot six Chinese player. That's crazy. That was that was moderately recent. That was not super recent. Yeah, it was within, was within, the, within the last decade. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what year he retired, but yeah, apparently, he, but he probably because of his size and obviously he was a mm. center, so he played a playing under that is a physical position for those big guys. Um, yeah, he had a bunch of foot issues, foot and ankle issues, so he yeah. eventually just said, I mean, again, he probably made a ton of money, and he's obviously probably still the most famous player coming out of China. Yes, so, for sure. Um, Unless there's something more recent. I haven't followed the NBA too much the last couple of years, but unless there's someone else that's come out of the woods that I haven't heard about. I, I think Yao Ming is probably still the biggest Chinese player <laughs> uh, in the last 10 years. But anyways, uh, yeah. All right, so now we're getting to the early 30s here. Again, these players these players are all like Hall of Famers, really famous. So going back to the Tro- Port Detroit Lions again, we have uh, Barry Sanders. Yeah. Uh, he retired, I think, in the 90s. Uh, he was 31 years old. And again, nowadays, if a 31-year-old running back retired, you wouldn't think anything of it. But back then, it was huge because he was just coming off like a 2,000-yard season or something, mm. and he was definitely in his prime. But he was just like, again, he didn't have like the Megatron reason. I think he just said, yeah, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't. I, I don't have any proof. I, I thought I read something somewhere that said like his love for the game had kind of disappeared or okay. whatever. He was always kind of a. He was a very interesting teammate. He wasn't like he didn't like the limelight. He was very okay. reserved, and so I, I don't think he was too outspoken about why he retired. It definitely shocked the NFL when he did, especially because I think he was only like fourteen hundred yards away from like breaking the all-time record at the time. I like guess the it didn't matter to him. He didn't care. No, yeah, so. You know, he he definitely shocked the world when he retired in mm-hmm. his prime. Um, another one here that I never would have thought that this guy was this young again, because this is going back to like the seventies or eighties. I think it was seventies when he retired. Um, again, the only hockey one, hockey one I have on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't think this. Well, he had some injuries, but I don't think that was the reason why he retired. But in this case, at thirty-one years old, uh, Bobby Orr. He was only thirty-one. Thirty-one when he retired. Yeah. Wow, and he's so and again, famous. Again, I would have assumed he played like until he was like forty or yeah, something. Yeah, based judging on by like how yeah how, how revered he yes, is and yes, like yes. the records he had yeah. and stuff. Like it's crazy that you know, how much he accomplished in a short wow. period of time. Yeah. And then obviously I had Posey on the list, which you already mentioned. Yes. Posey was thir- thirty-four years old when he retired, just recently. Um, and again, like yeah, because again, you don't see you don't see a lot of baseball players walking <gasps> away in their. How would it be to be your age and be retired? <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta think again this guy's probably played some form of professional baseball for like 20 years you know yeah. considering he was one of the best high school recruits and then mm-hmm. i don't even know if he i can't remember if he played college or if he was just drafted right out of high school but he might have went to college i can't remember but um yeah he was definitely like one of the best catchers baseball scene over the last like 12 years you know um and then uh i had a few names on this list again of ones that just came to my mind of players who on the opposite side overstayed sort of their overstayed welcome, their welcome. And I, I could have obviously looked up some really niche names and stuff, but I went with the most obvious answers in my case. And one of them, I, I do want to pull up an article because I think his story was kind of funny. But the two obvious ones that came to my mind, NFL would be Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Because, you know, Going, obviously... Coming back was, to Minnesota? Was, was, with, well, was with the Packers his whole career. Like, yeah. I, I don't, it was like 14, 15 years of the Packers, something like that. Obviously a legend. Yeah. I set so many records, which have now been broken. But at the time, he had all the records. And he retired. And he comes out of retirement to go play for the Jets of all teams. Was it Jets? It was the Jets in 08. And then, or sorry, oh seven. It was the Jets in okay. 07, and then he was only there for one year, and then he was going to retire again. But then he's like, then the Vikings lured him, okay. lured him back again. So he went to play for the Vikings. So oh, sorry, maybe the Jets was 08. 09, I think, was when he had a really good year with the Vikings. Like he, right. he they went to the NFC Championship game. But then his follow up year, he, he came back to the Vikings again for 2010, and that year was just a disaster. Aww. He actually got like hurt for the first time he broke his streak of like I think it was like up to like 297 straight games he had started then he actually had yeah but there's a reason for that yeah (laughs) I know but again like yeah he was I think he was I don't know was he 42 when he officially retired again like wow so I mean obviously nowadays everybody's like oh Brady's 44 and he's still playing but Brady never had like the kind of injuries that Favre had he never got beat up (laughs) the way that Brett did so um, I'm glad that like Brett when you see him nowadays he's not like because everybody was so worried that he'd have, like, major CTE, or he yeah. very well still could. I mean, he's, like, 50 or 52 now. I don't remember how old he is, but, um, yeah, he's uh, still looks like he's doing okay health-wise. So. Right. Um, and then the other one on the list that, in terms of a baseball one that came to mind, was Roger Clemens. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't realize that he, again, I always just, I thought in my head, I was thinking that he had, his last time he pitched was for the Houston Astros. I, I remember that when they sort of, like, signed him mid-season one year, and he, he made, he made something like 20 million for half a season because he was basically making like a million a start, which nowadays is the kind of like the standard, but back then was, was crazy money. Right. We're talking like um, seven, eight years ago, but, uh, and then, but I didn't realize that he actually, after Houston, he went back to the Yankees for a season uh, when he was 44. 
Oh. So he's 44 years old, and he's still pitching for the Yankees. And he was obviously not what he used to be. Right. Still pitched half decent, actually, considering his age. But, yeah, he wasn't, like, obviously what he was back in the 90s when he won, like, back-to-back Cy Youngs with the Blue Jays or right. or even when he was with the Red Sox. Um, but, yeah, so 44, he was still kicking it with the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, he definitely should have probably gone out four or five years earlier when he was still technically in his prime. They just want to pad those stats more, I guess. Make some more money. I mean, why not make mm-hmm. some money, right? They're going to offer you that much money just to go out there and... Was he still a starter at that point? Oh, yeah. No, he was always a starter. Yeah, he okay, never so they didn't put him in the bullpen. The one story I want to talk about, I think, which is kind of interesting here, going back to f- going to football for a second. This is a name you're probably not familiar with, but I know some of our listeners, especially Dan, will probably know this name. Um, Ricky Williams. Okay. He was a running back. Uh, I'm just going to pull up his... Here's the, the thing that I, I love about... The, the biggest thing I remember about Ricky Williams was the way he was drafted. And I'm getting the exact, because I don't want to screw this up here, getting the exact. Uh, so he was, because coming out of, he was a Heisman winner in college, right? He okay. was like consensus, like best running back in the draft in 1999. So at the time, um, the head coach for the New York, New Orleans Saints, his name was Mike Ditka. Okay. Super famous coach. Like he was a Super Bowl winning coach with the Chicago Bears back in like the 80s. And he, uh, yeah, I can't remember how many years he was with the Saints for, but um <laughs> this is sort of like the most, one of the most infamous trades that ever happened in nfl draft history at least recently there were some other crazy trades happening with the cowboys and vikings back in like the 70s and 80s but this one i can't remember where the saints were picking in this draft but obviously they knew they weren't going to get ricky williams where they were currently at so they wanted to trade swap trades with the washington redskins okay for the fifth overall pick in the draft they knew they could probably get him a fifth i guess so the Saints traded their first round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, and seventh round picks in the 99 draft, as well as their first round and third round picks in the next year's draft, <laughs> all for one player. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the Redskins made out like bandits, obviously. Right. Because um, actually the Redskins used the pick they got, the first round pick they got from, this, from the Saints to draft Champ Bailey, which was like a great defensive player for them for many, many years. Okay. And the thing that is crazy about the Saints is that Ricky Williams didn't last very long because... Williams was with the Saints for three seasons. I mean, he was a good player. We never like lived up to those like the lofty goals that uh, they had when they drafted him, right? Like I think mm-hmm. you know the rookie, he had like 884 rushing yards in 2000. He rushed for a thousand yards, had nine touchdowns in ten games, so good pace. But then he missed the last six games with an injury, and then his last season there, he uh, what was it 1,245 yards, which was eighth in the NFL. So obviously still good. I mean, he's a good player, but again. With you know the what they traded for him. You're thinking yeah. this guy's going to be like the number one consensus, like best running back yeah. in the league, right? He wasn't quite there. So, anyways, after he left the Saints, he went to the Miami Dolphins. So, the Saints traded him to the Dolphins for four draft picks, including two first round picks back. Wow. Okay. So they're not they're not losing terribly. <laughs> um. Now he was his first year with with um with uh, Miami was great. He actually led the league with 1,853 yards. Made the Pro Bowl for the first time. 03, another pretty good year. 1,372 yards, nine touchdowns, yada, yada. Um, here's where it started to get. So in, 20, in 2004, so again, he's only been in the league for about five years at this point. Right. He tested positive for marijuana in December 03. Which is and, a bigger thing back then. Which was huge for the NFL back then. Because yeah. he faced a $650,000 fine and a four-game suspension for violating the NFL's abuse, substance abuse policy. Okay. Um, so then it says shortly before training camp was to begin in 2004, he... He said he was going to retire from professional football, right? Okay. Um, so it says, rumored to have failed the third drug test before announcing his retirement. He made his retirement official on August 2nd, 2004, which made him ineligible to play for the 2004 season. Right. Um, 
Then he came back to the Dolphins the following year in 05. Um, played out or finished his four-game suspension for the failed drug test. Oh. <laughs> um, he had, what did he do that year? Like uh, 743 yards, so nothing special, obviously. Well, he did have four games he missed. Right, still, yeah. exactly. So then in 06, um, the NFL announced he'd violated the NFL drug policy for oh, the fourth for time. <laughs> so he was suspended for the entire 06 season. Oh. So here's where it gets good. With him, It says, with Williams suspended for the entire 06 NFL season, the CFL's Toronto Argonauts decided to put Williams on their negotiation list, which guaranteed that the team would become the, the only organization that could negotiate with him if his NFL contract was terminated during that time. Uh-huh. It says the Dolphins allowed Williams to play for the Argos on the condition that he would return to the Dolphins at 07. <laughs> nice. In May 2006, Williams became the highest paid running back in the CFL when he signed, this makes me laugh about CFL, the highest paid running back in the NFL when he signed a one-year $340,000 contract. Wow. <laughs> Big money. I know. Um, CFL. So what happened? Uh, let's see. Made his CFL debut June 17, 2006 in a home game against the Tiger Cats at the Rogers Center. Um, then like a month later on July 22nd, 2006, he suffered a broken bone in his left arm during a game against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, had to have some surgery or surgery. No, yeah. He underwent surgery to repair the broken bone. This actually made me laugh. Cause I never, I, I think I'd heard about this back then, but I totally forgot about it. It's just funny to see a shout out for our hometown. <laughs> oh, so it says here, um, oh, this also sucks too. It says shortly after injuring his arm, William suffered another injury. After a door at the Argos practice facility swung behind him and clipped his left Achilles tendon, requiring oh, 16 stitches. Oh, the worst. So here's the, it says during his recovery, and I don't know if they're talking about the arm or the Achilles in this case. It says right. during his recovery, Williams received hyperbaric oxygen therapy in St. Catharines, Ontario, to expedite have his recovery. Yeah, apparently, right? <laughs> yeah. And I had to look up what this is. There's a link for it here. So it says hyperbaric medicine is medical treatment in which an ambient pressure greater than mm-hmm. sea level atmospheric pressure is a necessary component. I've seen this on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Uh, it's used as therapeutic recompression for decompression illness intended to reduce the effects of systemic gas bubbles. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting. So he had super <laughs> rehab in St. Gathens. Congratulations. Right. I don't know. But did it make him come back any faster? Yeah. So no, like basically he, okay. So he, that was it. That was the end of his CFL. Oh, that was, okay. So we went back to Miami. So because it says, it says with the controversy over the Argonauts signing Williams prompted the CFL commissioner at the time to introduce a new rule that would come in effect for the 07 CFL season that would prevent a player under suspension in the NFL from signing with a CFL club. This rule has been informally dubbed the Ricky Williams rule. <laughs> um, so yeah, he went back to the Dolphins in 07. He adhered to a strict regimen of multiple drug tests per week. As part of his attempt to be reinstated by the NFL, he practiced yoga, which he claimed helped him to stop using marijuana. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, go uh, for it. Let's see what else. He got hurt again in 07, uh, missed the rest of the season. He bounced back in 2008, rushing for 659 yards while playing in all 16 games with the Dolphins. Mm. Uh, in 09, he put the Dolphins again. He finished with 1,121 rushing yards, okay, which is pretty good. He, he also became only the seventh player in NFL history to begin a season age 32 or older and get a thousand yards rushing. Okay. Um, so anyways, after the, okay, 2010 with the Dolphins again, yada, yada, nothing special. After that, he signed a two-year contract with the Baltimore Ravens in 2011. Didn't do much, 444 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Um, I mean, in 2012, he did surpass the 10,000 career rushing yard mark, which made him the 26th player in the history of the NFL wow. to do it at the time. And then in February 2012, he announced his retirement from the NFL. So sort of an interesting That's up and down career, career, right? Yeah. Like one of the most touted players coming out of college, like a 
can't miss, you know, yeah, Saints, trade their, Saints trade their entire draft for him. Yeah. Plays three okay seasons. Like, great, good, but not great seasons with the Saints. Goes on to the Dolphins, has a couple of good seasons, drug issues. Go to the CFL. One year, do not, not do much you. there. Come back to the Dolphins for a few years. Yeah, so I don't know. Up and down career. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I thought his... I, I Like I said, reading the article, I, I obviously I remember bits and pieces at the time of mm. the whole thing with the, dra- the Saints drafting him. I briefly remember his thing in the CFL. I didn't re- actually realize he played that many years with the Dolphins. I thought he was only with the Dolphins for like two mm. or three years, but apparently I misremembered. Um, I thought of somebody who retired too early. Who's that? That would be Tim Tebow. <laughs> no, he he was washed. <laughs> we need Tim Tebow time to come back. <laughs> I could even hung around the MLB as long as he did. It's true. And by MLB, I mean like the AAA team. He never he barely no, he played didn't. any actual MLB yeah. games. Did he actually make it to the MLB? You make me look it up now. Hang on, I can't remember if he. I actually, wonder if Wes. I, I know. I can only play like in spring training and stuff. I don't remember if he actually played in a regular season like MLB game. Let me see. When did Russell play? Well, that was also in spring training. I don't think Russell ever played in or actual. I don't think MLB he did, game. but I was just wondering, like, what was he in Triple A? Again, I think Russell was just at like spring training. I don't think he actually ever even played okay, on the Triple okay. A team. Was he an outfielder? Yeah. No, he never officially played in the MLB. Oh, <laughs> can't even give him one game. It does. It does say on February twenty fifth, twenty twenty, he hit his first major league spring training home run off the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> wow, that it's, picture must be sad. Yeah. <laughs> then, it's just like the picture that gave up the the home run to Kawasaki. It's just like really. It's like how oh, there's I didn't. Of course, if you you can't, you can't read any Team Tebow article on Wikipedia without there being a specific section about quote Tebowing. Oh yeah, no, I I, I love Tebowing. It's fun. I didn't realize that it says T-Bowing was included as a feature in Madden NFL 13. Oh, now you have that version, I think, somewhere. I don't think I have 13. Well, now you need it for T-Bowing. Every player has to T-Bow. T-Bow time. How old is he now, anyway? Early 30s? I was going to say, watch him. Please tell me he's not. Oh, my God, he's my age. Yeah. (laughs) He's accomplished so much. He's been a Friggin baseball player. He's he a Mets. He's been Heisman Trophy winner in college. He won two national championships in college. Played three seasons in the NFL. Had a four, four years in the like minor league baseball career. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. You got some editing to do. I know. <laughs> what should the email topic this week be? Should Brady retire? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I didn't do like a ton of research into our main topic. Tonight. I just the ones that are off the top of my head. I just had to look up the years of some of the athletes. So um, for anyone else who wants to maybe take a little time to do some research or if there's one off the top of your head that I missed, an obvious one, give us, your sh- um, give us an email and let us know which athletes if you that you can think of retired in their prime or retire earlier who was who was that butt butt of a quarterback that came to the tfl too he was on tie cats i think he was like a rude person in the nfl they couldn't find a team and i forget his name ryan leaf no no he's recent like it's like three years ago he was like a partier he got big-headed what team you played for i'm trying to run a blank right now he was a quarterback yeah um there was a J, I think Man, it's going to bug me now. Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Oh, Johnny. Yes. That's right. He did the tie Cats, wasn't it? They had his I rights? said tie Cats, yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, Johnny Manziel, whatever happened. I think he's, what's he doing? College commentating now or something? Oh, is he? I think so. I could be wrong. Another person that retired too young. We just love the drama. So please send us better ones. Yeah. Come up with a better example than Johnny Menzel. Can I give a shout out? Email. Oh, yeah. You can email us at whenoppositesreact at gmail.com. Well, I'm going to go watch Bond again. No, I'm just kidding. You'll probably just listen <laughs> to it in the background while playing Apex no, or something. No, no, no. Or MLB. Yes, you will. I'll watch it again tomorrow. Oh, it's all you got. And then you got to be sad about it until you buy it again. Right. <laughs> How much is it to rent it? In Canada bucks. 
including tax? Sure. It's twenty four ninety nine plus HST, so it comes at twenty eight twenty four. So that's basically what you'll pay hours. in a month and a half. Oh no, I guess two months to buy the four K anyways. No, I mean, when four K comes out, it'll be like fifty bucks or something. Fifty? What? When's the last that's time you what? bought a four K? What? When's the last time you bought a new release four K? I buy you them every year <laughs> for like Christmas. Well, it's not like new new stuff. Yes, you, new new. Like what? what was the last one you bought? I don't know something new new. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something you asked for or something you wanted. And I'm just like, here you go. Either way, it's not going to be fitty. It was already up for like 40 at Best Buy. So. Well, the way I got it, if I was going to go see Bond in theaters again right now, because it is still in theaters, you figure. Yeah, it's on the poop theater. Well, yeah. Okay. So the cost of the ticket, plus you want to factor in the cost of your gas to drive there. And if you're going to buy any snacks while you're there, you're looking at at least like $20. To yeah. Watch right you watch now. it here and your child brings you Halloween chips. It's awesome. <laughs> and I feed you dinner. Mm-hmm. And you just get to sit in your little room all by yourself. Are you trying to shame me? No, I'm no, I'm not. I'm just saying there's like you can go to the theater and have your theater experience or you could be at okay. home. This yeah. is like doing all we, over. Exactly. We talked about this with Dune last week. I still prefer the theater. Really? Yes. No, man. I know you're a home theater person. Well, but. I have. I'm a home every time person. <laughs> doesn't matter what it is. There's all warm right. pants here. <laughs> I could wear pajama pants. Or make happy if you could just bring a blanket to the theater. No, it's not the same. It's not blanket. warm all over. What, <laughs> what, if, what, what if the seats had a plug you could plug yeah, in the I heated know, blanket? Yeah, I extension cord. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, no. All right. Well, anyways, I hope everybody enjoyed the show tonight. It was a little all over the place. <laughs> apologize. But, um, yeah, I will. Not exactly sure. I, haven't, I don't have a topping of mine for next week, so I can't give you like a teaser. But, um something good always do alright well thanks for listening everybody we always appreciate your support hope to hear from you by email and uh, we'll be back same time next week bye bye